At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yeah, you heard it. Here we go, Steelers. So you know what time it is, man. It's Arthur Motes. It's Wesley Euler. It is Steelers Nation Radio. Some of, some of us are accusing of being Schiller's Nation Radio here for Matt Canada, I tell you. Hey, now. Yeah, you know. Hey, but either way, I like it. So... We did say that we were going to turn this over for the second segment because we did want to get some of the feedback. We like an interactive show. And shout out to the Power Grid and Mega Watch, you guys and gals. Never mm-hmm. disappoint, man. So we definitely want to acknowledge you guys right there. And uh, yeah, let's tap into some of these tweets, man. See what you guys have in a, you know, let's do we'll it. play by ear from there. Let's do it. We got some answers to your question here. Uh, Katie and the tw- question was, how do you all feel about Kenny starting in Buffalo? Yep, making the, the right decision, yep. wrong decision, and give a little explanation why for those that did not catch it at the end. Katie tweets us and says, I'm happy uh, that they've made the switch. I think the guys will respond to Kenny. We all saw it in the preseason. Also, I'm happy because uh, I'll be at his first start in Buffalo this weekend. Let's go. KP, let's ride. Let's go. No, Shout out. That. K- Are you going to be up there this weekend? No, I'm not. Okay. No. Uh, I didn't know, and I had I was like, oh, wait a second, I haven't talked to Motsi yeah, about yeah. this. I, I tell you, so any other year, 100% I would have been there. But this year, I'm really intentional about staying home. I like Being it. Being with the fam. I like it. Trying to be more present on game day. So I even, like it. Even when it's a home still game, I'm like, all right, how can I dibble-dab? I sure. do like the first sure. half in the stadium to get that feel, and then the second half at the crib with the fam. Okay, you know what I mean. But it's, it's, I want to be home. I want to be around the folks, man. You I know? know you do. So I that's, know. That's why I'm at right now. So no, I, no, no games for me right buddy, now. Buddy, I, 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 yeah. I feel that. I understand that. Absolutely. Gotta have balance. Uh, Adam says definitely a good choice to start Kenny Pickett. He brings the energy that our offense desperately needs. Unfortunately, prior to Kenny, it was like watching Steelers 80 highlights, a little uh, 80s highlights, a little depressing. <laughs> that is lucky funny, though, because you think what it's still 80s highlights on offense, it would be like one or two per game, but it wasn't a ton of it. And you'd be like, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got that analogy. I get it. Yeah. It wasn't god awful, but it wasn't good. It was like, ah. 
Nah. May tweets us and says it's absolutely the right decision to start Kenny Pickett now. The future is here. There's no turning back. Kenny Nation, here we go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Jason says, I think starting Kenny now is the right call. Looking for anything to get our team moving in the right direction. And Buffalo doesn't know Kenny like they know Mitch. Now, that's an interesting angle. Hmm. You know, they don't know Kenny like they know Mitch. Is that good or bad, though? I think he means in a good sense. You know, okay, they, okay. With Mitch, they probably they know what he does well. They know yeah. where he struggles. They had him in the building for, for a year. You know, there's Fair. the familiarity there. Whereas Kenny Pickett, they've got 30 minutes of second-half tape against the Jets to go off of, and that's it. All right, all right. I dig it. I like the angle. I dig it. Uh, Cuban Dan tweets us and says, Shout I out to Cuban Dan. feel like it's the right decision because, number one, the switch has been made and going back now would feel indecisive. Number two, Kenny Pickett does seem to bring that spark. I would like to see more of what the kid has. And number three, I can't stomach spinning wheels for another game. Steelers versus the world. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Now, he did bring up a, good, uh, a couple good things, though, man. Um, the first point when he said going back to Mr. Trubisky would feel indecisive. I think we talked about that on Monday. That is – It's it's not a, that's, that's a goalie change yeah. or a pitcher change. Or, that's a yeah. quick way to lose your team, man. It's a yeah. quick way to have your guys looking and at your coach and looking at your players. There. Yes, 100%. You, Actually, in Buffalo, yes. <laughs> Returning to the scene of the crime with the odds shifted now. Uh, Who would have thought? Rod Donald <laughs> likes the decision, too. He thinks Kenny's going to be our guy. We just got to allow him time to grow and be willing to grow with him. Now, that is something that's going to be intriguing. I want to see the willingness for us to grow with him. I think it's easy in this situation right now when it was like, hey, man, we're just waiting, waiting, waiting. We haven't seen anything. Let's get him out there. And then even in Sunday's game, he did enough good stuff where it was like, you know what? Yeah, it was still good. Like, I like this. But I do want to know. And it's going to be, and like I said, we won't know until we see people go through it. But how they respond when he start when he struggles, hmm. and every quarterback struggles. Tom Brady struggles. Ben Roethlisberger struggles. These are all first battle Hall of Famers. Peyton Manning struggled. Eli Manning struggled. You get the other Eli, you know, uh, you both of them. Archie so Manning. You look, you little context. Drew Brees, he struggles, right? So, yeah. so I understand for Kenny Nation, he's never going to struggle. But I did name off multiple <laughs> first ballot Hall of Famers, and I threw Eli in there because he's like the fringe guy, right? But all of those guys struggled at some point in time in their career, so that's going to be the interesting part to see when mm-hmm. he is struggling, how they respond to that. Absolutely. Because we know the cachet right now is and how he the, responds yeah. to that, too. Well, And I, I feel confident in his response, just in the sense of not putting his head down, not going into the tank, but that's all well and good. I care about productivity. So with that, that's going to be the interesting part. But for the fans, we know he has that cachet built up in terms of collegially. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how long does that last for him at the professional level, that cachet, that benefit of the doubt, that, hey, man, we will always side with you. How long does that last? It's going to be it's going to be the polar opposite extremes, extreme polar opposites, whatever way I'm looking to line up those words there. You're you're going to have people that didn't like the pick from the start um, that are going to crush him no matter what. And 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 like. Those 50-50, you know, like the two interceptions that we've yeah. discussed to Claypool, to Fryermuth, where they could have done better, where Kenny could have done better as well, too. It's it's going to be all Kenny's fault for those people. Mm. And then you're going to have the, you mentioned collegiately, the, the people who, you know, were endeared to KP for what he did at their favorite collegiate football program. Which one? Where did you go? That to? school located in the Oakland District of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, you like that school? And they're going to, eh, not really, I guess you could say. 
fair enough. I like <laughs> they're gonna they're they're going to give him the the longest leash possible, right? And 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 nothing will be his fault. And how dare Claypool not come down with that ball? And how dare Pat Fryermuth not be four inches taller, right? They're 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 gonna. I don't think there's going to be much middle ground. Mm-hmm. You could find the middle ground here at noon on Steelers Nation Radio and Ooh. wherever you get your podcast, Steelers hey Blitz, that's now. Blitz with a Z. I see what you did. Because I should have guessed Arthur Motes' name was Nuance and ha, Context. Ha, ha. Because we're one of the few people now that it seems like still still do that thing. No, nah, I ain't Nuance. I'm hot take. I also think, too, with all this, I, I did want to bring this up at some point. You know, I believe the first show that you and I did after the NFL draft, I mentioned this and how... I loved how aggressive the Steelers were in trying to hunt down their next quarterback. Mm -hmm. They went out in the first 30 minutes of free agency and signed Mitch Trubisky. And I know now, on October 5th, the year of our Lord 2022, in hindsight, we could... Oh, they went out and signed Mitch Trubisky. Big whoop. He was the free agent that everyone was talking about. Mm -hmm. Well, remember, this draft class isn't good for quarterbacks, and there's not a ton of dudes available. Uh, Is Aaron Rodgers going to be available? No, he's not available. Uh, Mitch Trubisky's the guy. He's got the talent. He was a high draft pick. He showed it at times in Chicago. He had a year to reset with Josh Allen and Brian Dable. Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky. And the Steelers got him Mm -hmm. 30 minutes into free agency. And then— Took him over. uh, What was it? It was like a good amount of guys that were out in terms of the veteran quarterbacks that, yeah, yeah. they rolled with him ASAP. And then, and then. Even chose him over the, giving up the whole King's ransom for Deshaun Watson as well. Remember that? That was all in that same time Go frame. get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Go get Deshaun Watson. James Winston. That was, James, James Winston, Winston was, was another one. Saying, yep. That was all during that time frame. All those Baker guys Mayfield. were the I mean, we had conversations Absolutely. about, hey, if the Browns cut Baker Mayfield, all, you going to go sign him? All of those guys all were those on the guys. table. Yeah, because we were comparing them to Mason Rudolph, and at the time, before Dwayne Haskins passed away, RIP Correct. to him. Correct. But that was the context, absolutely. I said to you, from that and then them going and taking Kenny Pickett, first quarterback taken in the draft, only quarterback taken in the first round, I loved that aggressiveness from Kevin Colbert, from Mike Tomlin, from the Steelers organization, because it said to me that they weren't going to sit on their hands and they weren't going to say, oh, we just lost an 18-year future Hall of Fame quarterback. These things take time. No, they went out and they were aggressive, but they signed a guy mm-hmm. 30 minutes into free agency. They used their first-round pick on a quarterback. I, to me, though, as much as that didn't give them a ton of leeway in terms of expectations. That was them saying, we think we can keep this thing moving. We think we can continue to win. We're not going to use that R word that we heard Deontay Johnson use on Sunday. Ooh. We're not rebuilding. Ooh. We went out and we got Mitch. He's hey, going to be able to. This is family friendly. You cannot say that on this air. <laughs> this is very much family friendly. Okay. I'm sorry for that. Still nation. I should have hit the dump button. My bad. <laughs> We're we're not going to sit on our hands. We're mm-hmm. not going to, oh, let's be bad for a year or two, and we'll take a quarterback in the top five or in the top ten, right? No, we're going to get Mitch Trubisky because we think this guy right now can do enough for us to win games. We're going to have an elite defense. We're going to be able to run the ball with Najee, and Mitch Trubisky's going to do enough until we think Kenny Pickett's ready, and then it's 10, 15 years of contending for a Super Bowl again. Mm-hmm. I liked that. That was pressure that I thought the Steelers organization didn't shy away from. Correct. They didn't run from it, as Mike Tomlin would say. They were going out and getting a quarterback in free agency. We're drafting one in the first round. And they did say their approach is different. They say, yeah, we're going to do how we do it, but they leaned into it. Absolutely. I loved that. I I I did from the Steelers. But I do think as much as that signaled to we aren't rebuilding, we're continuing to to go for this. We've got the highest paid defense in the NFL. We want to go to the playoffs. We want to win division titles. We want to win playoff games, AFC championships, Super Bowls. 
at the same time, too, you 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 have to be pragmatic as well. And while I've said this before, the standard is always going to be the standard because if you're not striving for that, you're, you're going to make it easier on yourself to fall short. Ah, well, you know, we had this and this going on. Well, that's a, no, it's okay that we didn't have a good season. No, that's you're never going to hear that rhetoric out of the Steelers nah. ever. And nah. that's where you want to be as a fan, as a media member of the team that you love, of the team that you cover. But also at the same time, too, let's let's not let's not make any sweeping evaluations. Please. <laughs> for you know, at least till December. At least till Thanksgiving. But listen, Wes. As much as I, I would love to go in here and be naive and think that that's going to be the case that we're going to get that that you just asked for right there. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> I'm expecting doom and gloom come Monday. Oh, no. I'm expecting the or sky is Super Bowl. or Super Bowl. It's one or the other. If we win in Buffalo, mm. going to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl, Kenny mm. Pickett, mm. Joe Montana, it is what it is. Super Bowl. If we uh, lose, uh, Super fire Bowl. everybody. I'm, I'm prepared for that. Okay? Now, if I get what you just asked for, I will be very happy, but I don't hold my breath for that one right there. No, no, no. That That's just I, – I keep thinking about that and mm-hmm. how – I, I love how the Steelers, again, didn't shy away from that, mm-hmm. and they are striving for the standard. But at the same time, there's, there's, you, you got to be pragmatic. Yeah. you got to be practical a, a little bit while you are dealing with these issues on offense, a banged-up defense, and you've got a quarterback who's about to make his first start in the National Football League. And you know the thing that kind of gets lost in this, right? So we obviously talk about the switch to Kenny and why you have to stick with him and things like that and telling the fan base, hey, man, we need to calm down. Don't be too overreactive one way or the other. I still need to see how my man Coach Tomlin is going to be in this scenario because mm. up until Sunday in that second half – the approach from him has always been we're not going to be too overreactive. We're going to be even killed. We're going to take our time. We're doing it how we want to do it. Hey, man, I like the direction of the offense. I like the direction of, you know, Man Canada and everything like that, right? But he knew he had this proverbial bullet in the chamber. Ah. He knew that, hey, regardless of how bad it gets, whenever I need that pop, whenever I need that feel good, I can go to Kenny. That spark, at as any time, some might say. Right? At any yeah. time. I knew I could go there, right? Just because, yeah. hey, all the storylines that we've broken down, we knew that was going to be available. But you went to it after three and a half games. And if we're being real about it, the time that you even went to him, we had been seeing Mitch play a lot worse than that at other points in time in the season that would have been way more making sense of in that moment, whereas how we all were like just shocked to see it happen when it did happen, because we were like, "What? what? what? I don't know. This ain't this ain't supposed to happen right here. This is supposed to be like two weeks from now, three weeks from now." But I want to see how he handles it and how he goes through those growing pains, because as we already broke down, the rest of this team is still very much the same. Yep. They still have no yep. T.J. Watt, Akella Witherspoon still injured. Minka's on the injured list. Am I missing Edmonds something? on the injured list. Am I missing something? Cam Hayward's Cam, on the injured list. I'm about to say, am I, Cam Sutton, am I missing something here? Like, <laughs> so, nothing really changed on that end, okay? Offensively, we still got the same issues, but I really want to see, okay, if it is stagnant, if it is this team is still not being able to get out of stadiums with W's. W's. Because obviously they've been close before. They were close multiple times this season. We can make a case that they should be 3-1. Close mm-hmm. games. But they were faltering in those. How long does he stick with it? That's the part for me that I want to see. 
Now, hopefully it never gets to that point where it's actually bad. Hopefully it just stays super sure, smooth. Sure, sure. we start going on a winning streak where, you know, how would say Ben was 15-1 and one his rookie? I want to see that, you know? Let, let me get that. 15-2, and two, let me get that. But if it doesn't, and we do go through a little bit of growing pains under Kenny, I do want to see how patient he can be in that situation before he decides that, hey, you know what? I'm trying to keep winning here. Because at times when you're trying to win, you get a little desperate. You might do some things a little faster than you normally would. That's what I want to see. I want to see how he handles those situations, man. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, me too. It's gonna be fun. This is a fun time for us in Steel Nation. Oh, bro. buddy, this is a fun it's, time. I can't wait. It's 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 gonna be electric yeah. no matter what happens. Absolutely. Uh, Teddy tweets us two gloves himself. Hey, hey, hi. The real Teddy, not you know, the two gloves. You know the real one. He says um, the best way to learn is to go through it. Or that's the best way to fail. Yeah, <laughs> it's one or the other. Well, hey, I wh- while I'm with you, right? Mm-hmm. That the book, no matter what happens in these next 13 games, yeah. the Steelers go 10 and three and turn the season around and win the division. The Steelers go three and ten and they're picking in the top ten for the first time yeah. since what? Rod Woodson? I mean, without trading up right. in a, in a long time. I guess they would have been coward. It coward. Was Troy coward. No, he wasn't top ten. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. It was Woodson. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, he tra- was the last one on defense before Devin Bush. I'm talking about the trade-up one. That was, yeah, I think that was Bill Cowher yeah. had one top 10 pick during his tenure, if, if I'm remembering correctly. But regardless of, of where it goes, the book on Kenny Pickett is not going to be written in January. Yeah. Even if it's if it's great. Right. Hey, Baker Mayfield set all kinds of rookie passing records his, his rookie season. They, they and and where, was, where, where are we feeling about him right now? They thought he was the answer, man. Even if it's terrible. Hey, everyone was ready to write off Josh Allen. He's a bust. What a wasted pick Mm -hmm. by Buffalo. They're still looking for a quarterback after his first season. So it can go either way. But at the same time, too, you're obviously going to know much more than you would have if he would have started two games or three games or no games, clearly. People thought Drew Locke was going to be that dude. People thought Drew Locke was going to be that dude. It took five games and a a Jeezy quote, and it was like, yo, he's the answer. (laughs) See how that worked out, man. He's watching Gino play. And that's why, again, the word of the rest of the season is nuance and context. Those are words, plural. The words of the rest of the season are nuance. <laughs> you know that one word and context. And context is just one word, though. Because even if it can even if Kenny is great for the next 14 weeks, that doesn't mean he's going to be great for the next 14 years. Yeah. Even if Kenny is not great for the next 14 weeks, that doesn't mean that he stinks and he's a bust, and all of a sudden the Steelers are really back to square one and, and have to completely retool this thing. But, again, I know for fans that's much easier said than done. I'm not naive. I get it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's keep it going. Steeler rocker. Our buddy Jay in New Hampshire. Hey, now. Great choice to start, Kenny. I'm not too concerned with the schedule. Tomlin haters will love it if we have a losing season. But here's the thing. No one thought Ben would help us in 2004. Made the playoffs. Will that happen? No one knows. So let's ride. Let's ride. All right. Steeler Man 7 tweets us and says, what's up, fellas? What's the word? If the Steelers finish above 500, make the playoffs, and win their first-round game, I will shave my head and face, because he's got a nice beard, oh. and get me a Kenny Pickett color rush jersey. Above 500 why is it, why is it, make the playoffs? Why is it always shaving, why is it always shaving the head? Everybody wants to shave the head, but yeah. Deke wants to me shave my head over I the backyard, know. bro. Why, yeah. why would, can't we leave the hair alone? Like, I'm cool on the hair, man. Don't mess with my hair. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm real but, cool but, on But there. if you do want to do that, make sure you send a picture. Just throwing that out there. All right. You you, you want to save that one just in case? Just in case. Maybe. Case. Oh, you know what? I should, actually. Yeah, I just should. in case. Hold on. Let me. Just where's that? All right. Let's book. Let's bookmark. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, we might need Steelers, to come back to that. Steelers, man, you've been bookmarked. Yeah, all right. We might need to come back to that. <laughs> we'll see. Frankie Z tweets us. What up, Frankie? And says, Steeler Nation loves Kenny Nation. Mm -hmm, The expectations mm -hmm. are for KP8 to play both beyond his experience and talent level. I've seen way too many tweets that the Steelers are going to go to the Super Bowl. We need to manage these expectations better and beware. Again, there's a middle ground there. There is. You should be excited. You should have expectations for Kenny Pickett. That dude was a Heisman finalist. The guy threw for... 46, 48, 49, something, high 40s touchdowns his his last year in college football. He was the only first-round pick at quarterback. Wasn't five like the year before. Wasn't five like in 2017 or 18 what it was. It was Kenny at the top of that mountain. But there's a difference between expectations and and realistic. Have realistic expectations. And I think that's the part. But you can't ask people to have realistic expectations. That's like trying to tell a fan to be calm. Let fans be fans, man. Let their let them set their expectations the way they want to set them. And whatever or however they react to it, it's all right. We'll be here to pick up the pieces, baby. Uh, Richie says, good afternoon, cousins. I just ordered word? my Kenny Pickett jersey last Wednesday, and it's supposed to be here when I get home today, just in K-P-A time for those Buffalo Bills. Era. Kenny Nation. That's right. Hey, man. You know, the Buffalo, they got some pit guys, too. So it's kind of like a little, little pit reunion. It'll be good times. Oklahoma's own tweets us and says, I'm not pro any quarterback, but when they put sunshine in the game, we all notice the change. Let's see what happens. Let's see, man. Heck yeah, let's man, see. Sunshine. 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 He from California. He's a California dream, but nope, that name is for Trevor and Trevor Lawrence only. Huh. Yeah, that's true. Actually, huh. let's be yes. let's yes. let's be honest here. That's yes. that's already Trevor. You can't, that's, you can't take that from Trevor. That's Trevor. That's already that's already Trevor. That's already Trevor. He Lawrence. said he said y'all can have that high zone. Let me get that natty. That's a freshman. Lord. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, let's see here. We got a couple people, you know, pointing out, hey, anything can happen. No, absolutely. Ben won his first 15 starts, AFC championship game. That was a different team than the Steelers have now. You know, as as Motsi and I have pointed out, you had a Hall of Fame guard in Alan Fanica. You had an all-pro center in Jeff Hardings. You had a Hall of Fame running back in Jerome Bettis. But you guys are right. Anything can happen. History does repeat itself. Or or sometimes but history does whatever it wants. Sometimes history also case, does whatever yes. it wants. You do whatever it wants. Yeah. And and that's why, again, have expectations. You should. He's a professional quarterback, first-round pick, Heisman finalist, all these different things. Right. Um, but at the same time, reasonable expectations, particularly as we get this thing going here in the next few weeks. Well, this Sunday yeah. and in the next few weeks. And – to continue with the narrative of Ben coming in and going 15-1, and one, the good thing is Kenny's came in at halftime, so that loss doesn't count for him then. That's right. There you go. He's still 0 He's still he's Boom. still 0-0. Boom. There uh, you go. CC Ryder tweets us and says, not to go doomsday scenario here, but if the Steelers have a high pick, a top five type pick, do you think that they would consider drafting a quarterback again? Well, answer me that or ask me that in 14 weeks. Yeah, it's... I right now we could speculate any. Type I don't of think that they would want to. Yeah, just completely write it off the board, no matter what. I do. <laughs> do you actually? Or are you just messing with me? 
I do just in the sense of if Kenny's a okay, let's go doomsday, real no, no, doomsday so, scenario. So this, He's a disaster over the next two months. The, the reason I say I don't see it happen is because I've only seen one other scenario where it has happened like that, and that was when I was in Arizona. Top ten pick Josh Rosen. Yep, subbed in middle of the season, almost identical situation, incomplete yep. offensive line. Wide receivers that weren't as consistent yep. as they needed to be at the time. You had names on paper, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, but they were not the Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk that we know. Running game was inconsistent. Defense was inconsistent, but had situationally good players. Had a Chandler Jones out there. Had a Patrick Peterson out there. A Buda Baker. And Josh Rosen was out there, and he would have some good moments. He had that first initial pop when we first put him out there. And it was like, oh, the young quarterback is great. Top 10 pick. But the disaster was everything else around him. And then, obviously, he had his part in that as well. But from there, they moved on him that next offseason. But that was also because they switched quarterbacks or switched coaching staff as well. So they fired their whole staff and brought in a whole new staff. And that new staff happened to be Cliffs Kingsbury. And they had them one overall pick. So he goes and gets his guy, Kyler. I don't see that scenario happening for us, number one, because we don't fire a lot of whole staffs around here. Correct. When the last time we fired a whole staff? Uh, so we're going to start clean. Uh, okay. Well, before you and I were born. Okay. So that's the first reason. The second thing is, we just drafted our guy 20th overall. And because we're not going to have this mass overhaul of coaching, why are we going to say, hey, I don't believe in this guy after one season? I want to get my guy. Guess what? He is your guy because <laughs> you drafted him. Yes. So once again, your first first round quarterback absolutely. in eighteen in eighteen years. <laughs> so you gonna move him from the guy that you just said that this was your guy to start your quarterback era. This is the guy you chose. And now you're going to say, hey, within 12 months of that decision that you should have trusted me on then, now I'm saying I'm wrong and I'm ready to make that decision again and we should trust you again? That's the only reason I don't see this thing working. And also organizations and coaches are very prideful. They have egos. Nobody wants to admit they're wrong. No, they do not. And they definitely don't want to admit they were wrong on a first-round quarterback, 28th overall, 12 months prior to, or 12 months right, later. Right, a year later. That's, that's you know, that's a very good so point by you. I really do not see a scenario barring catastrophic injury where they're going to say, you know what, we have to take another quarterback right now, top 10, top 5, or however we want to break down this scenario. I just personally don't see that happening. One more here before we go to break. Max tweets us and says, Mr. Goodhair, greetings from Germany to you and the body. Oh, let's go, man. Einhaus is thine house. Let's go. Einhaus is thine house. Come on now, man. Uh, great show. Enjoys listening to us at work on Spotify. Oh, well, good. So we won't. We won't tell your boss you're listening. Don't worry. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, question. Re- that is good. Question regarding the run game: Is Jalen Warren currently the, uh, fitting better behind the Steelers' offensive line? I think he hits the holes faster um, and doesn't try and outmaneuver defenders behind the line of scrimmage. Najee's run style uh, depends on offensive line opening up lanes, but that's not the case right now. How do you feel about that? Jalen Warren is a better fit right now, but. For these reasons here, Jalen's style is more one cut downhill. He's not going to try to be elusive. He's going to work. He's relying on his vision and his burst. But he's accustomed to this style of offense that we're running right now in terms of this. It's not a man blocking scheme. You know, they try to take they try to make a man blocking, but it does turn into more zone because they don't get a lot of movement up front. So with that being the case, Jalen is more designed for that. Read a guy, read the end, read the, the D-tackle. He's going to put a foot in the ground, and he's hitting the hole, and he's going. Whereas Najee, Najee's approach is more so from a man-blocking standpoint where I'm able to see, I'm able to make a guy miss in the hole. I have time to stop my feet, shake, and stuff like that. And those are all the things that make Najee gifted. But with this offensive line not protecting or not getting enough movement consistently up front, this is why he is struggling at times 
in this offense. But you can also see when he decides, at times he does decide, to just put his foot in the ground and go, you can see the burst. You can see when his plays are successful. And that's something that Najee, self-scouting, is going to have to understand that, hey, I have to be able to understand better when I can do the things that make me special in terms of extending plays, making a guy miss, being a, a big play, you know, type of guy versus when I just need to say, you know what, this play is designed to get four yards, just get the four yards. Right now he's trying to make every play or a lot of his plays be X-factor runs, runs of 10-plus yards. Not every play is designed for that. No. Some plays are designed for you just to get three. Some three are designed for you to get four. Yeah. Put That's your head a win down. on first down. Yeah. Yeah. Four it's yards on first down is a win. Put your head down and just drive your legs through this pile. Yep. And that's the difference. When I look at Jalen Warren, he's not trying to be exceptional. He's not trying to go above and beyond. He is just simply saying, hey, this is the call. I'm going to do that. Trying to move the sticks. Right. Whereas yeah. Najee, at times, I feel like because the expectations for him are what? You got to be the man. You were the pro boy last year. We're going to run the offense through you this year. Man, we were talking about you. We were all excited for you last offseason, this offseason. And now it's time for you to come out here and be the guy. We see the body transformation. Everybody is elated about you. So I think that part of that does go into him. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's human nature. Absolutely. We've all experienced that before. Yeah. And I think that it does have him pressing at times. But you also can't overlook the part of he still missed a good amount of football in training camp. Yes, he did. How many how many weeks did he miss in training camp? About two and a half, three. About, I was going to say the majority of it. Yeah. So, is it fair to say that we're part of the season now? We in? We're going into that fifth week, right? So it was what about two and a half to three weeks, or three to four weeks that we didn't pass through, right? But we do see him starting to improve, though, correct? We we, we his best performance of the season was this past Sunday. Yes. So context matters, and that is why for me it's like. As much as I would love to just simply say turn it over to Jalen Warren and give him more opportunities, Najee needs more reps early. He's getting them early right now because that's going to have him where he needs to be come November, December. If you turn yeah. away from him now and you start going Jalen Warren, Jalen is dope right now, but you're going to need that Najee type of guy later in this season. And that's the part that you got to understand early on. He's going to be dealing with some of this, but once he gets going, we know what he is. So I like that. I definitely like that. But TC, real quick before we oh, go, that, uh, TC. TC's like our historian here. Oh, he is. He definitely he's our, is. He's our grand maester of the Steelers Blitz. Yeah. Uh, TC, Plexico Burris was Bill Cowher's top 10 ah, pick. Ah, you eighth, know where he's from. Eighth overall. You know where he's from. Michigan State. Nah, you know where he's from. Duh, Korea. Absolutely, absolutely. But we are going to go to break because I don't get fined, and neither does Wes. So, sorry to most Wes Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 